Hello and welcome to Waking Up Woke. I'm here today with Cyrus Farr, who just tried to get me, but I'm too fucking good because I'm the talent of this podcast and he's just the look. So to my right, I have Adam Tidridge and he's over here drinking a Bud Light. I mean, that's probably why I got demoted, but we're out here, dude. We're living drinking on the job, drinking on the job, dude, but he deserves it. I mean, cheers. I'm drinking on the job too. So chink, um, but I've got nothing else to lose now. So it's all good. I'm digging. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. So let's start it off slow, Cyrus. I just got out of work too. So how was your weekend, bud? It wasn't bad. I mean, what I've realized is this weekend we would text each other really drunk ideas for this week's episodes. Yeah. So I'd started screenshotting them like so I wouldn't forget or they'd just get buried in our message. I'd never find them. So I screenshotted one. I believe it was from like 1.30 a.m. I don't know if it was Friday or Saturday night. If it was Friday, I, quote, I was blacked out. Was it Friday? I quote. If it was Friday, I don't know if you have the screen grab. If it was Friday, I was blacked out. Peen is an underrated stat as a human. That's from as me? a human. Yeah, you said peen is an underrated stat as a human. Please explain. I, I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you mean. Every, well, every animal pees. Like, every I animal think. ever. Every mammal, sorry. I'm just saying, I don't think animals feel the sweet relief uh, like we do as humans when we have to pee after holding it for a I while. Think, I, I feel like dogs do. Maybe dogs, but like when you're drinking and you're holding that seal and, you're really, and you break that seal, you can't tell me that's not like one of the finest fucking feelings you've ever felt in your entire life. What I, what I will say is that and like when same thing, like when you wake up in the morning. And you really got to pee and pee. Like, oh, pee. that's amazing. And like, that felt great. You know, that's for, I get that. So but maybe drunk just ha- Isaiah was wrong in saying that peeing no, the, in general wasn't overrated stat as a human, just the feeling of peeing when you have no, you, The funny thing is, called you, pee, you said just peeing as a, like a stat. Like, that was just not the correct word. It should have been like attribute or like feature that humans do. You were just like, it's a stat. Well, like <laughs> I said, I was the word. Out. I don't know. You're really, you're really looking in the, you're really looking into it too deep, man. I couldn't look into any more. Yeah, I really couldn't look into any more cursory than that. Like stats, like actual statistics for like how great our peas are. Yeah, we could have a peedometer. Like how? I, have you ever timed your pee before? No. Oh my god, my max is like a minute and a half. Holy shit, that a was fantastic. Wild. It was like maybe a little, a little higher than a minute and a half. Unreal. Like I had a, a pee. minute and a half. So you don't understand how long a minute and a half is until you're peeing for a minute and a half. You're like, this is no, crazy. No, I'm perfectly aware because I stare at the clock for that minute and a half when I have to get out of work, and that's a long-ass time, dude. minute and a half, dude. It's fucking what, nuts. What did you do the night before that you peed? I honestly don't fucking know. Like, it, I don't even know if it was in, like, a morning. I feel like it was at the end of the day or something like that where I just held it end for of the, fucking no, forever. You're lying, bro. You're lying. It's definitely. I. I remember. I have. A, I'm telling you, a minute and a half. I couldn't tell you what I was doing. I'm telling you, it was a minute and a half. I bet a lot of people beat me. How how did you go into that bat? So like this was just a random. You ever do that? Like you know you got to pee so bad. You're like, let me talking. Let me finish talking. You went into that bathroom with your timer out, and you said, "I'm gonna time this pee because it feels like a big one." Yeah, literally. I'm like, this is gonna be a lot of pee. You ever weigh yourself before and after? Yeah. Not after a pee. Not after a pee. No, no. Like when you take a shit sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have done that. People, but dudes, dude, dudes, dudes have done that. You do that. Not okay. I've done that when I pee, but like that's the same kind of concept. Like, let me. I'm like, I know it's gonna be a long one. Let's time it. And sometimes I do it, and I'm disappointed. I only make it like 30 seconds. Like it wasn't as 
great as I thought it would be. But like when you drink a lot of liquids very quickly and don't pee for a while, then you have so much fluid all at once. When you hold it for a long time, then it's like a little bit here, more and more and more, you break the seal. But like when you drink a ton at once, then that pee, everything comes out, you fork. I don't know. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I agree though. Now now that I'm thinking about it, talking about it, definitely underrated stat as a human. Like that's incredible. Pee the the pleasure we get from peeing, I suppose you could say. That's pretty or sick. timing your pee, I guess. If you're into yeah. stat, just not peeing whenever. Like most so animals pee whenever. Peeing, so you were yeah, wrong. Most animals pee whenever. We just pee when the fuck we want. You are well. I'm glad you took that minute right there and you grew and you understood that I was right. So thank you for that, Adam. What's and, next? Uh, oh, I, got, I on the next. This rolls right into it. Oh, this Adam, rolls right. Adam, what I write? Adam, what I write down? You have Tinder age range. Uh, that's another text message I got from you. Probably hammered. <laughs> Explain that one, buddy. <laughs> okay. So, me, drunk, on Tinder, in LBI, this thought dawns to me. I want some experience in my life. I want some, I want a lady that knows what she's doing. So, drunken Isaiah goes straight to Tinder settings, switches that age range from uh, 23, from like 25 to uh, 27 to 35. Oh, so you cut out the good age. I thought you just extended it. You totally just moved the scale. No, nah, I moved the scale. I make, I that's make aggressive. That's, a com- that's commitment. That's commitment. I make nothing but moves. But I have not gotten a... I have not gotten a like. <laughs> nothing? Nothing? <laughs> not one, bro? That's, not, that's sad. I have not gotten one single like. That was almost a week ago now. That was... A, Cyrus, it just happened on, like, Sunday. It's Thursday. That's not a week, dude. Give me a business week, bro. Time. Give me a business week, dude. Tomorrow will be tomorrow will be a week. They're all they're all working, bro. They all tomorrow nine to five. Week, they're dude. adult women. They're adult but, women. But then, like, I'm just like, I wonder what I'm doing wrong. So I think I have to go to my profile, and I think I have to just like, I gotta start. You definitely gotta you gotta make your pro, not make your profile older. You definitely I look like a 23 year old, 24. I do know that I do have a picture of me with like uh an icicle from the milk cooler that looks like no from the freezer from price shopper that looks like a penis and i have it right on my head on the side view and it just says, it just says and it just says like the snapchat caption dickhead and then in my tinder bio i can be a dickhead so i mean that's pretty funny dude to me dude you could bury that as the last photo uh, those women are gonna look at all those photos they're not going for exactly so i'm gonna like i'll have to gotta, I'll go back to the drawing board you gotta vet come those. back i would say keep just your best three when it comes to that best three is enough for a for like a an older woman young single young professionals oh, young oh, professionals what we're going for from like 27 to 35 they're in just like such a different place in their lives than us like there's just yeah. like it, it like we can't fathom that because we're not there. We don't have those extra couple years of like things going on. I'm gonna let you finish, but um, if you're if you're that age and you're coming to Tinder to try to find that man, male or female, like I suppose I think that's you're barking correct. up the wrong tree. I I think you're right. You know, so like I think I could I think I could get lucky, but who knows. I, you know what? I agree with that. And honestly, I probably wouldn't even message her. I'd probably just like the like what? and then just be like. 
I mean, I half the I reason mean, we're all there is just for like confidence because like, oh, that girl thought I was saying. cute. What, what, I feel better about myself today. What gets me is when I when I go on there and there's like women with like their children and like they're like mom looking for like, and I'm just like, this this isn't the place for it, chief. Like, you got to stay away from that. Yeah, that's like, not where you want to be. You're in the wrong side of Tinder. I, like you, I they're just in the wrong place to be looking. Like that's just not. You will not find your your child's dad on on Tinder. Isaiah would beg to differ. Not happening. Great with kids. Just saying. And also looking at the analytics um, of our pod, like fifty two percent of our listeners are females. So shout out to the Big fucking gross. ladies. But shout um, out to the ladies. No, I had this. I had a conversation similar. To what we were just saying. I had a conversation this weekend with some friends. We're like, when is the turning point to us actually being adults? Like, I get it. Yeah, we like we're not in school anymore. We move like somewhere else. We have all like living by ourselves now for like a year, like working. Like, when's the turning point of when? I think like it's like twenty seven. So like, I'm almost thought at first I was like, it's either when I have a kid, hit thirty, or just start rocking the straight mustache and no beard. Then I will be an adult. Until then, or I'm gonna still consider. Well, no, it's gonna be a classy mustache. It's not gonna be a pedophile mustache. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, and then somebody's like, "Well, I think it maybe it's more of a gradual transition. Like, it's not gonna be like, boom, we're an adult now. Maybe it'll be like, oh, wait a minute, what the fuck happened? I've been an adult for a couple years. What the fuck?" I I agree. I I, I think that, I think that throughout your twenties, you're just gonna gradually get more and more life experience in a way that like it really sneaks up on you. And like you'll hit thirty, and like it won't be like, boom! I've, I've become an adult. It's like throughout those years, you you've like just accumulated shit. Adultness. You know, to become like that, the real adult that we all. I don't know. I think I think you'll always just think that you're not an adult. To be honest, I think. But I think you get to a point where like before, and I'm saying before you have a kid. Once you like, once you have a kid, it's like all right, for sure I'm an adult. Yeah. But like, say we're like 28 without a kid. Am I still going to feel like a fucking D-Gen? Like waking up on the weekends just super hungover and being super lazy all the time? I don't think so. I think you're going to hit one point in your life and you're just going to be like, you're just going to look around and be like, oh, I'm not going out every Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You know what will, you know what will age you real quick? A girlfriend. Yeah. They will age you quick. I, I noticed that. My, my friends have girlfriends are just like, I can see them already getting closer than we are. Well, that's just because they're comfortable. They don't need to go out to like in the hopes that they meet somebody and like they hit it off, you know. And they're like, "That's true. We're set, dude. We don't have to go out this weekend. We could just chill, watch a movie, and like do what we gotta do, and then just kind of go off on their own, you know." I'm still I'm holding to it. When I hit 30 years old, I think maybe not 30. I think 30 is my mark. I'm just gonna shave the beard and keep the mustache. I thought about doing it for a while. Like if I don't have a kid by then, when I have a, if I have a kid before that. I will. I have a kid before that. I'll just keep the stash, shave the beard. But if I don't have a kid before thirty, then I'll do it. I think that's gonna be my look. I'm sorry. I just don't see you with like a mustache. I guess that's. I guess I'm I have a mustache right there. now. Yeah, you, you think I just stick the full beard all the time? Don't see you. I don't see you with a mustache and no beard. Take a look. Halloween 2016 to 2019. Every time. The spookiest. It's a great costume. I was Luigi from Mario Luigi three years in a row. Sometimes I didn't have a Mario. It was just me. All right. What's next, Adam? Because I can't deal with this kid anymore. We have Isaiah, a racist. Bro, I'm really the talent. Boom, 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 boom. Three in a row. Um, so, 
at work, I've been noticing that I just like I check You're white people's money, like large bills. Like you, Adam, working at CVS, you have to check the large bills, right? Yeah. Like the fifties and the hundreds. Yeah, yeah. I 100% check white people's fifties and hundreds 10 times more than I do colored people. <laughs> and that's just because I've seen catch me if you can. You're not going to Frank Abernail me. You're not pulling one over on me. Like you're not giving me a fake bill. And like, I realized that and I've been a lot better with it since I've texted you that. But at the same time, I thought it was pretty funny that I was doing that. I feel like that's just a, a policy that you're supposed to check. Everybody's like, why, why are you not just, that's, you're not well, doing a good I job. You got to hold yourself accountable. Well, cause I look at a brother and I'm just like, nah, he's not gonna pull fast one on me, bro. He knows I'm just out here trying to get my bag. Dude, you're awful. Yeah. One way or another. You're know, you're being mean to somebody. I'm I'm almost I'm almost the exact opposite. I like make a point to show. Oh, so you that, like, so you check no, all the black no, people's no, no. and not the white <laughs> people. You I see, mean, I'm not the only one doing it, dude. No, I, Wait, no, give him a mic. Let him defend himself. I make a point to like show everybody that I'm like checking their bills. So like no, so like so like a brother. Nobody feels they're, they're being pointed out. Fucking, you know, <laughs> being shitty to him. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still run the marker on everything. Like I'll run oh, the counterfeit oh, marker. Oh, that's okay. On, then what do you do on all for that? People? But like, if I see a white person on there and they look a little uppity, I'm just like, you might be the dude from white collar. You might be trying to counterfeit something. Come in so to Javi's to I'll buy a thirty a bush light. Shine it to the light. You think a, a money launder, white collar criminal is coming to Javi's to buy a thirty pack of bush light? One hundred percent. White collar criminals okay. need alcohol. They're not buying it there. I probably should. Sometimes they don't want that Don Julio. They want that Bush, bro. You got to change that. Start checking everybody's just for just for your job's sake. You probably check every. I would check everybody's big bills. Like Christ. I mean, I do. Like, don't get me wrong. Like sometimes, like you'll just feel it and you'll be like, "Oh, this is a fake, bro." Low key, I think I would only just use the marker on everybody. I don't think I'd go through the trouble looking at the light. Well, I I use marker. marker Like marker's good. I'm done. Sometimes that shit dies, dude. And I'm just like, "No, you're fine." I've never. (laughs) You're okay. Really, I've gotten a lot. No, I, and apparently it happened. I've a lot of the other most of them white. A lot, a lot of the other people. Yeah, maybe assumption. I'm not racist. Maybe this is something that like people have been doing because I've gotten a lot. I've gotten fake twenties. I've gotten a fake fifty. I've gotten how often two fake hundreds? Huh? What, like, do they know? Like, what do you do in that scenario? Well, and well, usually what happens is when you hand in a fake. And you start seeing somebody check it and you bring it to the light. Like, you're like, bro, this is fake. And um, they'll be like, what? They'll be like, oh, what? This bill is fake? Oh, my gosh. They probably didn't. Honestly, I feel like they don't know. I literally just gave. He literally just gave this bill to me. I just just got off the work. I can't believe he gave me a fake bill, man. I'm going to go. I have to go talk to that guy. And then they'll, like, take the fake bill and they'll probably once they get out fuck, can't believe i didn't see i feel like it's a little different i honestly think that the average like if you say you've seen that many i think that there's not many people making counterfeit money i think it's like somebody who's just like made it and then like maybe laundered their money using it somehow doing some weird shit and just ended up in the stream because i really don't think the average person going to price shoppers print hundreds in his fucking basement you know what i mean well usually how deposits work are when you take it to the bank like they'll flag those fake bills because, like, they'll know when it's fake because it doesn't have a serial number. It doesn't have anything like that. So they'll be like, 
yo, this is a fake. Like, we can't accept this because the bank can't accept the fake money because yeah, blah, blah, blah. So, if, I mean, if your counterfeit's really that good that it's making it through banks, like, good for you. Like, keep your operation going. Like, you got the bag, dude. Keep running with it. But, like, I think a majority of the people that come in that get fake bills, like, know that they're fake. They've tried it at other spots, and they're just waiting for somebody to, like, break it and give them real money for it. Because- ah, okay. You can't do that to money. You can't do that to uh, like some guy like owns a car wash and he came in like there's been a bunch of fake 50s rolling around. I got got by this one guy, but he actually ended up coming back in. And the guy said that he held the 50 and he said he needed change for something. And like he he had like another hundred and he only wanted like a he only wanted like a soda or something just to break the bill. But like that bill was like real, like the hundred dollar that he gave him was real. So he got like a soda. He put the fake 50 back in. And then he was like, back in your hands, motherfucker. You're not kidding me again. I was like, that's a baller move, dude. That's a baller move, dude. But um, honestly, and then like sometimes people will hand you fake bills and try to talk to you. So like they, so like. Drag you a little bit. A little sleight of hand. I had this one guy give me the worst fake bill. Like the bill was horizontal and the face was like 30 degrees slanted on the paper. I swear to God, Jesus I swear Christ. to God. And I look at it and I, I, as soon as you like touch a fake bill, you know, like, you know yeah. what money feels like, you know, what, like, yeah, what, like money. real money feels like and what fake money feels like. So I feel it as we're talking and I feel it. And I just slow, like, I look down and I look at it. And I'm like, this is a fake bro. And he goes, what? You didn't even check or anything. You didn't, you didn't even mark it. You're like, bro, I didn't even mark it. I didn't even have to, because I looked at it and the face was slanted. Really? You're like a bouncer looking at a 17-year-old kid. And the face on the paper was slanted. And I was just sitting there like, you didn't know this was fake? And he goes, no. And I was like, I could run the marker on it right now and, like, show you the difference. So he was like, yeah, show me the difference. Like, trying to push my limits. Like, bro, this face is slanted and this $20. Also, this $20 bill is blue. But okay, I'll run the fake marker. Instantly turns brown. And then I run it on a $1 bill for my tip jar. And then that one's like a light yellow. And you're just like, you see the difference? And you're like, that motherfucker, I'm, I just got this. I'm going to go talk to him right now. And I was just like, yeah, that's what every fucking person with a counterfeit. Like, bill. I don't think you're allowed. You can, they can actually get in trouble for that shit, right? Because they just be like, I don't know. I got it from wherever. Right? Exactly. Like, you you, there's no way you can, you can't, there's no way you can say like, exactly. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're out there, like, doing it multiple times and you get, like, caught at the same place running that money, that's how. Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll zing you. Yeah. All right. Well, what's next, Adam? Yo, a woman quits job to become a dog. Have you ever seen that TikTok, dude? I feel like I've seen multiple so of these online recently. Cut, uh, quits job to become a dog. It's one of those fetish things, but she's making six figures doing that. Six figures to act like a dog on TikTok. Get an OnlyFans. Fuck. Way easier. Adam, I don't know. If you looked her up right now on TikTok, you would be surprised what she does. She does this shit in public, in malls, like out at the I, beach. I, I saw one of those. I saw one. And it, yeah, it's super fucking weird. Creepy. It's utterly degrading. Like, I mean, it's good you, money. It's good money, but what do you tell your family at Thanksgiving? Like, what do you, oh, what are you doing now? Oh, I'm a dog. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be like, yeah, I'm a porn and they star. Just go, what? Like, I'd rather say that. 
Honestly, that's way better nowadays. Like, it's 2020. And it's not like, it's not like, it's not like, oh, I'm a dog, dog. Like, no, I'm a dog. Woof, woof. Woof, woof. <laughs> like, woof. Like, do, are you not allowed to, like, sit at the table with your family? Nah, I'm making her eat, I'm making her eat with the rest of the dogs, dude. Out fucking side. Dude, how do you, how do you fucking, yeah, how do you sleep at night in a, one, in a cage? Two, just with yourself knowing that I am a fully functioning human adult, but I'm also... Well, I don't think she, to be a dog I don't think she money. sleeps like that. I think once the TikTok cameras are off or whatever, she's not making a video for whatever kink buyer just bought that video. She's she's a normal human being. Oh, fuck that. She's not dog. committed? She's yeah, not she's committed? Not a full-time dog. Ah, uh, fuck that. I would still her making six dime. figures. I wouldn't pay her I, dime Cyrus, for that I shit. can't believe you thought that she was sleeping in a cage. Dude, I thought she was 100% just all the time a dog when you sent me that article. I didn't read it. I just looked at the picture. I'm like, wait, holy fuck. Is this, is this chick just like a dog full time? No, like but for like, tons of money. 100 grand I, a year. How much? Wait, how much? 100 grand a year or multiple? Six figures, right? I don't Six figures? I mean, really no, nah, that ain't worth it. Thing. I wouldn't. She'd have to be in the fucking cage. She'd be a dog 24 7 for me to pay her fucking 100 grand. Well, she's not. It's not just one person. It's probably like. A bunch of people on TikTok saw people like Twitter got a hold of that video of her be acting like a dog. So once Twitter gets a hold of the video and it makes its rounds, like hundreds of thousands of people saw that video and they were either roasting her or being like, this kind of like. You had to pay for it? This kind of like, you got an OnlyFans? I feel like, yeah, you just fucking do porn at that point. Fuck. I mean, that's Ooh. basically what she has to be doing to make be making those kind of figures. I guess so. You're just doing weird shit for weird people. It would just be like it would just be like a kink, like furries, <laughs> like furries. Yeah, but you're just a human dog. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. I don't know. Give me like 500k. I'd probably act like a dog for a little bit. You would fucking not. 500. You wouldn't last 500K. 10 minutes in a dog cage trying to fucking sleep. Yeah, that's facts. You're right. 10 fucking minutes, you'd be fucked. This shit. I'm getting out of here. I'll go back to selling beer. You're trying to sleep in a dog cage? For 500K? Absolutely. For a year. Would you you would sleep in a dog cage for 500K for an entire year? Are you fucking crazy? Size dog cage. It's like a it's like a like an adult dog cage. What about like a a Great Dane or a Mastiff cage? No, it's uh it's a it's one for like a German Shepherd. Oh, well, Major's fucking cage is locked and loaded to go. For anybody that doesn't know what who Major is, that's Connor Gall's psychotic dog. And he literally has this cage that's almost bigger than Cyrus's apartment or Cyrus's oh, room. Pretty close. Oh, yeah. But no, like, pretty okay. close. This is a good question. Like well, a regular normal sized dog cage, 500 grand for a year. Do you sleep in it for, you don't have to do any other dog shit. You're just sleeping in that cage for a year straight, every fucking night. Are you doing yes. it? For one year? Absolutely. <laughs> You're nuts. 500K? That pays off all my all my debt. That pays off. I'm set for life with 500K. You have back problems for life. You know, you, you literally have to curl a little ball every back night. Problems. And I've got a, I've got a queen-size beautiful bed, bro. It'd probably straighten me out. Isaiah, what do you think? 500 grand? I don't know if I could do it. And blanket and like, I give up. I give up a while in. I get like a month or two. That's 12 long fucking months. Could I do six months for 250? Okay. No, for six months, you'd only get 150. 
150. That last three months is like, I think the last three months of the year is like where the money is. You know what I mean? It's, it's not a linear scale. It's exponential here as you get up there. Cause like that last three months you work though. Like I, I have like, I can just work on everything that I want to work on without having to go to like a stupid CVS job. So like I can just work and then like whenever I got to go to sleep, I'll just like fucking go to the cage. It's like whatever. Well, you'd still and have you're to locked work in too. You can't just leave the cage whenever you want. 500k because he wouldn't get he wouldn't be giving you the 500k until you slept the whole year. So you'd have to get out and go to your CBS job for a year. It's not a front-loaded contract. Yeah. Like, you still got to get your ass up and go to regular work for a year after sleeping in a dog cage for 365 days. No, I'm out, dude. You're right. I'm I'm not doing it. You called my Not even close. I'm out. out. I'd have to consider it. Oh, my God. We'll come back at the end of the pod. We'll come back to the end of the pod. Never never have to work retail again in my life. I, I I think I'd tough it out. 500 grand is not, not it's, not, it's a life changing number, but it's not like you're never going to have to work again. Like it's not going to, it's not for life. Yeah. But you could set yourself up pretty nicely where you could like you could. work a job. That's like, no, oh, it's definitely life changing, but it's not like I'm never going to work again in my fucking life. Like, cause I'm, yeah. I'm yeah, all right. We can circle back. I'll, we'll hear what he says. Yeah, at later. the end of the pod, we'll get your contemplate contemplate. What's next, Adam? We've got ankle socks. Ooh, fuck I'll ankle socks. One, big dog, since you're a part of the right. lax brotherhood. So this is well. Do you mean? All right. Just give us some. Just give us some background on why we got into this debate about Premier Lacrosse, and so we're starting. I was gonna say we're getting into the Premier Lacrosse League. It's I've been trying to learn some first, lacrosse. So first games is Saturday. We're talking about it, and Isaiah texts me. He goes, "Yo, is it weird to wear ankle socks like when you play lacrosse?" And I was like, "A little bit. Like I wouldn't do it." And I, you I didn't say feel a little weird bit. doing it. I said it's a sin. It's it's very odd. I have seen people do it, and it's it's okay, but it's just like why. It's, it's like, I don't know. I don't think you look as good. I would feel super weird, personally. Maybe it's just because I feel really weird wearing ankle socks. I'm either wearing mid-calves for, like, something just to chill or doing something like like working out, or I'm wearing shoes that don't really require socks. So, like, I don't really have any time. In, like, there's nowhere that I'm really wearing, you know, ankle socks. Like, I don't wear sneakers out. I'll wear sneakers just, like, to work out. So, I wear, like, mid-calves. But – Isaiah thinks it's okay to like just rock ankle socks, and I'm not going to shun everybody wears ankle socks. Now, see for those that can't see what I just did, I lifted my leg to reveal an ankle sock. I don't get, I don't get it. Now, what do you wear them with? Sneakers, like nice sneakers, like nice sneakers. I didn't wear them with nice sneakers. I wore them with my uh, work sneakers today, and they're ankle length, and they're ankle. See, I'll be, I'll be honest. I tried for like. I tried for like maybe a couple weeks, maybe last summer, and I just I didn't like I didn't like it. I felt weird. I don't know. I also feel like it's kind of maybe like kind of a la- a hail mary effort for me for my shoes not to like horrendously stink. <laughs> okay, you know? that's fair. See, yeah. I, don't, I don't, the only shoes like I wouldn't wear sneakers without socks, but I really don't wear yeah. sneakers unless I'm you know working out. But. I just don't – it seems like – but what I saw from Twitter, what I sent you on Twitter was, like, this guy was, like, whenever I promised myself, whenever I had a platform and there was a life-changing movement in the midst, I would speak up. And now is my time because he saw some premier lacrosse player wearing ankle socks. And it was obviously a joke and, like, whatever. But I was just, like, is this really that big of a deal in the, in the lax community, like, wearing ankle socks? You scroll through the comments and you're, like – and they're like, stop the ankle socks, stop the ankle socks, stop the ankle socks. See, 
at first I was like, I'm like, yeah, it's like super weird. But then you did send me some pictures of guys looking, you know, looking pretty good in the new unis with the ankle socks. Some dude. like it fits some like, people. I think the majority does not. The fit doesn't look good. Some people can rock it though. If I think if you've got some nice looking calves, and like you're athletic, and those calves and are tan, defined, and you're rocking your calves. Yeah, your calves got to be defined, and you got to be tan. And they're speaking from themselves, dude. A mid-calf takes away from that a little bit, dude. You're right. Then it's You're just correct. like Because if you have that special little, like, calf thing that, like, like just makes your le- like your calf muscle just look like an absolute fucking rocket, then I'm rocking ankle socks all day, baby. You want to show it off. I get that. Exactly. I just feel personally, I just feel super weird. Away from that. It looks clunky sometimes. Sometimes One, you don't have I the just... right color ankle socks because – you're usually limited to black and white. And I don't know how it works for lacrosse. Like, like the water dogs, like if you rock the black with the, all that purple, I think that would look fucking weird. It would look weird. You got to wear white. You have to wear white. Certain unis but have to, like, you wore, whatever color scheme, you, you got to wear the white, white. I feel like that would stand out a little bit too much because the way it works is like, it's the purple on the top and it's like, it's lighter down, but it doesn't get light enough that you could be rocking white socks. The shorts are purple too, but in my opinion, and the I am big. Are, dark, are like a dark purple, right? I'm a big white cleats, white socks kind of guy. I think that is the freshest look ever. That is a clean sports. look. All white. That is a clean look. Cocaine Cowboys are the best fucking look in the world. Yeah, that's always a. That's always a. That's always a clean look. And also, I always think about like uh, the Giants, all like. The color rush. The color rush. Their color rush. They're fucking all white. sick. With all white with just the blue and red small accents. Oh, beautiful. Chef's kiss. Exactly. Amazing. But I, I just know. think even just, just like like being like going like practicing in ankle socks, I would feel like I'm on another planet. It would not feel right at all to me personally. I did see somebody in like the comments of the tweet I sent you just be like, hey, well, like maybe they just don't want those awkward tan lines. And then somebody like then that guy that sent out that same tweet was like, yeah, you're right, because the tan lines that they're getting from their pads aren't bad enough. And I'm just yeah, like, yeah. I don't, I've never played lacrosse, so I don't know what those tan lines look like. Are they just bad the on elbow your arms? El- well, it's like just on your the elbows? only part that gets, the only part that gets tan is from like below your elbow pads and then in between your elbow pads and your glove tan line. So it's like, like five inches or six inches of arm. and That's it. So is it bad? Does it look bad? It just look, if you're really tan, if, yeah, it looks weird. It's not worse than the the one football players get on the back of their legs when they wear football pants. That fucking one Ooh, sucks. Yeah, that one's a bad. That's one. a bad one. That's it that's tight. Uh, yeah, that's never good. I, arguably, the, I think the worst one, low key though, if it's really bad, is the sock one, the sock mid calf, and, and then you switch to not wearing socks. And half the time, half the time in summer, you can kind of pull off wearing a long sleeve and like shorts. But if you have yes, that you ankle, can. like if you tan a lot and you have that mid calf tan line like that looks weird when you're wearing and you got to counteract it by tanning without them or like lots of pool time you know yeah lots of pool time in summer cool rip get that get that time out there rip all right but i don't know i'm i'm team ankle socks so all you lax boys i'm sorry dude i don't know what i'm talking about it's my first year i'm trying to learn but like i don't understand why it's such a cardinal sin Hey, if you score goals, who the fuck cares what's on your feet? Exactly. If you're getting fucking goals, if you're getting touches, dude, who the fuck really cares, bro? Hit that fucking crease. Slide. These are all terms I learned go. today. There you go. With that, we're converting to Judaism. Ooh. Ooh, kill him. 
who will kill him. I want to take a birthright trip, and that's really all I want to say about that. I I asked Cyrus if he took his birthright trip. He said no, but he does have a free one, but he doesn't know how to spell Judaism, but that we'll learn. We'll grow. I don't even know how he did it. I am Wait. willing to convert. Is this how really he spelled have, it? I don't have a religion right now, but. I looked into it. I think it's actually pretty tough to convert. So you either, I fit all three categories to go, but you only need one. So either your parent has to be Jewish, um, you have to have Jewish descent, which is kind of the same thing, or you have to convert. Converting looks low-key tough, though. Like, it's not, like, fucking easy. Can you go over it? Like, what would I have to do to convert? You have a Like, you got to take classes. You got to learn shit. You got to, like, talk to people. They got to, like, help you out with it. Like, it's not just, like, go online and answer some questions. There's a ceremony. Like, there's a lot of shit goes into it. I don't know specifically, but Israel, though. is that worth it? I mean, I can go, but I don't want to go without a friend. So, like, all right, dude, let me um, let me research some uh, trips, some how to convert to Judaism. Well, I'm sure people. How, how how would this work? Because I don't really have a religion. I didn't really go to church as a kid. So no, that's fine. Anybody can do it. You could be you could be Catholic at one point and then switch. Yeah, Except but I wasn't like, even Catholic. Like, I no, that's fine though. Yeah, that's fine. You can anybody so I can could join. just start taking classes. Like, I really don't have to convert or anything. Yeah, well, that's classes. part of the conversion process. Yeah, you gotta learn. You gotta go to school for some stuff. Oh, so I'd have to convert from nothing to Judaism. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's not like you have to leave one to join the other. Like, you can be just nothing and be like, I'm gonna, you know, go follow Judaism. Yeah, let me take that's a spiritual okay. journey. I'll t- I'll learn for a free trip to Israel. Well, you can't say it's for that reason. That's a little you know, like well, no, like, that's not but like I'd want to, I'd want to find myself in some way. But like, you dive right into the culture. Like they definitely, they definitely. Uh, I know when I was reading the articles, they're like they want you to like go like headfirst into like the culture, learn as much as you can. Like they really want you to uh, like indulge yourself in like all the well, culture I'm, they have to I'm offer. I'm telling you right now, the free trip to Israel will get me through the door. I wouldn't just like shit on their beliefs and like not take it seriously like i'd go Dude, you, you can come to hanukkah every year we, we still do hanukkah that's the okay, only it's well, really the only holiday we celebrate anymore i'll but. start finding some some churches there's classes all over dude sorry synagogues right synagogues saying yep. that right that is correct okay so i'll start finding some synagogues and i'll be like hey i wanna i wanna learn more about judaism sorry spell judaism i'm gonna spell it just like i did typed it it's way off J E U D A I S M. How do you actually spell it? I told you, Jerry I can't Judy, spell. baby. I can't spell for my fucking life, bro. Like, go to my head. I couldn't spell Ready? apparently right now. J U D I S M. What? That was way worse than mine. That was like Judium. Anything? Adam spelled it wrong too. The actual spelling. Hold on, let's see if who's who was worse. J U D A I S M. I was way closer. You put an E. Oh, and all, a U. no! All he did, all he had to switch was the a, the uh, the E and the U for me, and that was good. No, it's not. It's not. It was an A, dude. It wasn't oh. an E. There wasn't even. Oh, so e. I so switch my A and E, and then rotate the the new A and the U, and I'm good. You were like Judaism, all right? I don't want to hear it. I say I was closer because I was just missing a letter. I said J U D I S M. Yeah, all you missed was the A. And you added letters, and then you had to flip, dude. Yeah, I was closer, like bro. Judaism, which is actually, I think, how 
That's actually how you say it. Judaism. Yeah. See, I'm already learning about the culture. All right, so, so you you look into that and you get back to us on how difficult it would be for you to do that. Probably a cool culture. I mean, it's always cool to learn about that. Culture. Abby's a pretty cool lady, even though I made fun of her feet last podcast. <laughs> Shout out, Abby. Is, is she actually like, um, like her family's Jewish, but like, is she? She went on a birthright trip. Yeah. Uh huh. She went on a birthright trip and everything. She said it was awesome. Oh, I'm sure it was good. Damn, I can't want to go. She was very drunk when she told me that you could like bring a friend. I was like, I don't think that's how birthright trips work, but I'll ask. Yeah, you can't. I'll see. Can't bring a friend. Look it up. But um, yeah, I'll get back to you, dude, for sure. Yeah. With that, I think we're gonna hop right into our heat check. Heat check. Heat check. All right, I'm up. What do we got? I'm first, right? What is it? What? Listen to this fucking shit. So they're pretty much they're pretty much trying to get away. So they're literally three D printed nuggets. Like you know how they you can make and it's literally layer by layer, like three D printing. Like you know how they talk about you, they can make like organs now, like real tissue matter. Yeah. They're using chicken cells and like pretty much printing chicken cells layer by layer to make chi- like artificial chicken nuggets, but it's real chicken, like it's chicken cells. But they're trying to like cut down on the awful like chicken process. You ever seen those videos of like the process of a chicken from when it's like born to when it like is eaten? Yes. It's brutal. It like, it's awful. So, so obviously it doesn't harm any animals. It's called bioprinting, 3d bioprinting. Uh, they use it, like I said, in medicine for like printing different types of like, it's like, uh, like cells and skin cells, things like that. But they didn't actually, nobody's, I don't think anybody's actually eating it yet, or they definitely haven't put it out in the market yet, but they're hoping to, it'll, you know, start to become a thing in the future, but it will be definitely slow. It won't be, they're calling it like slow food, it won't be fast food. Would you eat it? Yeah, I'd try it. Like, I think I would definitely eat it. If it tastes, I'm, I'm one of those guys, like, if it tastes good, I don't give a fuck what's in it, or I don't give a shit how they made it. Like a hot dog, give me a glizzy, it fucking tastes good. I don't care. If it's put on the market and it's like safe. Like yeah, it, it's just as bad as any other fast food. I mean, that's true. It's just oh. odd. It's like it's not a real chicken. That chicken was never alive. Like it's just so. Cells. It's not. It wouldn't be fast food. It'd be slow food. But how long does it take to get like a thing? Did it say? They didn't say. They didn't say how long it would take. But I would assume it's more so of I like, like a, 3D printing. Like things takes a while. We can. So they I would assume 3D printing nuggets all night and just have somebody watching over it. Or I just print and they heat them up in the morning. One of those, like fast food, dude. They just probably three D print. No, they three D print them and freeze them, like they do every other food. They cook, make it, freeze it, and mail it. You know what I mean? But they call it slow food because it's like, I don't know. It's like fucking. Uh, they said the bioprinting process have found them to be extremely slow and laborious. So it's like actually making them is slow. But they probably just you would think they definitely aren't going to have fucking three D printers for chicken nuggets. In the KFC fucking fryers, you know what I mean? They'd probably freeze them somewhere and send them. But the whole point was like, do you think that's like, do you think that is better than what like we're just eating chicken cells that they like made than it is just to kill chickens? They were born well, to be killed. I think in the long term, like if we can somehow capitalize on that, like make it faster and actually like make it profitable, kind of streamline that. Maybe not profitable, but maybe that helps, like, on the world, like, world hunger 
thing on the world hunger front. Just being able to be like, hey, we've been 3D printing or bioprint, 3D bioprinting this amount of food. Like, here you go. Like, this is what we didn't use. Here you go. We know it's fucked up about world hunger. I saw it on a Netflix. Yeah, talk. I know. It will only take eleven billion to cure world hunger. And- well, no, it's not like it's not like most. It's not like a food shortage. It's a distribution shortage. We have enough food that we make every day to, that we throw away to feed everybody. We throw away so much fucking food. Yeah. That yeah. So like we do have enough food to feed people. It's just that, that we can't actually get it to the people that need it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I so mean, it's kind of fucked up. We can vouch for that. I mean, it, it, at Price Chopper, how much? How much? Yeah, that's did, facts. How much food did we waste every single day that yeah. could have like gone to like starving kids? So that's it's facts. Like, it, it's like that. All that exactly. It's distribution. Like we can't like send that to wherever it's needed like it's just because most food yeah the most food that we make now is like it's ready to order it's just right there and like yeah, it's not it's so wasteful but we're we're down that rabbit hole so hard now like there's no no coming no back to, there's no way to like you know you know what it is too it's it's mainly the fucking the people that are in charge of all that shit and this goes to like everything when it comes to like the economy and the top one percent they could say we could save the planet if we want to, and I'm sure they would like to. Like nobody's like, oh fuck the planet, I don't give a shit. But it's more like I'd rather have all my money than yeah. Change let the me world. ask you this question, Cyrus. You're not Jeff Bezos, but you have Jeff Bezos' money. Okay. Are you are you curing world hunger? I don't know if world hunger would be my my uh, choice. Well, that's what everybody on Twitter's been getting after lately. Like I would, I mean, there's other. I would. Oh, I always Jeff thought of my. Bezos. Okay, I see what you're saying. I would think yeah. I would definitely use it for good in that way, in in some way. I always thought if I had a lot of money, I'd use it in the medical field personally, like medical research. Mm. That's just my – that's where I put the money. I mean, I would I'd like to distribute all my money, but for sure, I wouldn't keep all my money and not you cure really world hunger. You really think so after you work your ass off for that, for as long as Jeff Bezos did, and he's finally making this much money. Well, look at Bill Gates. Bill Gates for a long time just racked it up, racked it up, and eventually he's now he gives away more than he makes. You know what I mean? They yeah. all get to a point where they do that. I'm hoping he will. You know what I mean? Because he's gotten so big. It may be because right now he's still but growing. Right now, but it's right still growing. Now, like I wouldn't fast. expect Jeff Bezos to give us anything. Like, you can't really expect anybody to give us anything. It's their and fucking he money. He really you know already I mean? kind of gave us something crazy in Amazon that like. Yeah, like he could probably. It is a product that we use. It's relatively more, cheap like, for. Think about where we were at without Amazon. It's like, a relatively cheap service for something that we take for granted every fucking day. You know what I mean? Day. Amazon Prime. So, like, even during COVID, even though Amazon Prime. Shit will get like, there in 24 up. hours if you wanted to. Exactly. So, like, it is a, a very useful service. So, I don't, I mean, I don't like anybody giving people shit for not donating or not giving enough. I mean, obviously, they should do as much as they can. If you're, they're good people. And I do believe, you know, most people are generally good people. Um, but you never know down the road, they may do like a Bill Gates where they like donate and uh, become a huge philanthropist later in life when their growth has stopped. Like See, Jeff Bezos right now, like he's fucking think, skyrocketing. I do like to think a lot of people like think like, oh yeah, I, if I had this money, I would do a lot. But like, if you're starting out rough and no one gave you a handout, for you all of a sudden to expect me to give you a handout when I never got a handout in my life, why would you expect me to just do that now? Yeah, exactly. Just because I have all this money, like, I worked hard to get there. Like, 
Jeff Bezos didn't just sit around and just collect his paycheck. Like he, he legitimately did that. Like he built something. People that invited invented trains like they're sitting on generational wealth like they have that money forever like those are the type of people i expect to like the people like, that hold oh, huge here, pieces of stock in oil companies are just making money for their exactly. kids and their kids like and their, their kids forever parents like or their fucking great 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 grandfathers and like they got grandfathered in those are the type of people that i would expect to be like hey here's that but like new money new money like that i don't expect to be like hey here's $11 billion a world I don't hunger. Like, let me enjoy my money, dude. Like I just, I worked hard for it. No one gave me a handout. Let me do me. Maybe I'll teach my grandchildren to be better or my children to be better. But like right now, let me enjoy my money. I mean, I wouldn't wouldn't expect it, dude. But the the Tutwilers or whatever, whoever invented trains, they've been sitting on their cash for money, and you don't hear, you don't see them getting bodied on Twitter every day, like Jeff Bezos. Because like their their money that they actually could be doing a lot more, and he could cure a lot. But I don't think a lot of the people that actually like sit there and like tweet that stuff would do the same. No, most people wouldn't. You know, like how many, how many times do you go out? during the day and be like i'm gonna go help this homeless person like i bet it's not yeah that's bet it's not like you're tweeting dude so exactly cut the man a break but that's just me all right adam what do we got next uh so something that keeps being a reoccurring theme in our um in our pod for the past couple ones um the redskins Hold on. Everything that's going on with them. Sorry, Everything that's going I hit on with them. Under baby, I think I did. They got rained out, baby. It got delayed. Is the game over then? Final six inning. New York Yankees four, Washington one. Boom! That's a dub. Dodgers are tied against San Francisco. All right, back to the uh, <laughs> the <laughs> the Washington football team. The Washington football team announced today, you'll hear this a lot later, but we're recording the day they announced that. Isaiah, comments, thoughts, comments, concerns about everything that's happening the past two weeks with them. Give me a quick rundown. Let's get the bigger story out first. Like, apparently from 2006 or 2009 to 2019, 15 women came forward about sexual harassment suits, um, which is like just like absolutely ridiculous. It is, like it's how, like it was what well, I, I didn't read a ton to it, was it was ownership, right? It was and like, like executives, stem, it was topic, yeah, yeah, executives it, in the thing. It was office stuff, office people, office people, um, executives would be grabbing asses they would be making sexual like remarks like oh sweetie bend over or like it when you do that stuff like that and it's just gross dude dude you know what it is it's all the fucking owners like nfl owners are all just fucking old they're old well, white dudes that owners, are just fucking like mean. The chief of media, like the voice of the Redskins, Larry Michael, he was a part of it. And he retired right before the story came out. Um, there was apparently this guy that we just rehired as the as somebody important. I'm kind of blanking right now. His name's Terry Bateman. Hold on, I grabbed a tweet on it. 
or something from Barstool Nate. Now, did anybody actually get in any kind of trouble yet? Like anybody resigned or did anybody get fired, uh, set well, down? Bruce Allen was apparently the mastermind behind it all and stuff like that. Like apparently Dan Snyder had no idea, but I don't think you're the owner of a football team and you don't know what's going on in your club. You know, you got to know. You know. But, um, well, like I said, um, actually, no. Alex Santos and there was another guy. They were um, they were executive players of personnel or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what really got me about the story was I saw this tweet from Barstool Nate, and he's a big Redskins guy like PFT, but – um, he got all these like off the record quotes. So he like posted them to Twitter without the name and shit, but it says wild move by the Redskins hiring Terry Bateman. Did he actually, actually ever leave to be the C- the new CMO? Absolutely proves nothing has changed. The dude directly covered up and encouraged a good chunk of the issues portrayed in the Washington post article, especially in regards to that slug, Larry Michael, Larry Michael was the voice of the Redskins and he retired just before this hit. If Washington fans hate, hated Bruce Allen as a public face for all those years, they should know Terry's just as bad, if not worse. Um, and then I have another one from, from Barstool Nate that says off the record, my guy completely anonymous, um, former Redskins employee that were that was thrust into shit well above my entry level job title. Terry Bateman fucking sucks. Brian Lafamia pretty much forced him into retirement. Then Dan brought Terry back on as an advisor when Brian hurt his widow feelings. Terry pretty much managed all the executives that just went down in the sexual harassment scandal. So they basically no just rehot. They basically just they like fired this guy, but then brought him right back in once. Yeah. You know, once every once the dust settled and once the Washington Post thing like aired, which I don't even know what to like make of that at this point. Like, yeah. If he's really that complicit in it, how can you hire him back? Like but also I do have to say that Dan Snyder did promote Julia uh Donaldson to like the like the chief of what was it? communications officer or something like that she's the first one in redskins histories but like she does a great job i listen she has very well informed tweets and she's like just a great overall person so but even her tweet about terry bateman was like we'll see about terry and that doesn't make me feel really good but i mean i just i don't even know what the state of my football team is we don't have a name. We you don't guys are up in the air all over the fucking place. And it's like, just like crazy. I've never seen anything like this. I just. There's been scandals before. You guys are just shit show top to bottom right now. It's bad. Nobody is on any of the same pages. Nobody has any idea what the fuck's going on. Who's doing what? What the fuck happened? Who's in trouble? Who's not in trouble? Who did what? It's fucking crazy. I, I just don't even know what to feel. Like, I'm legitimately numb to all this. Like, just from 20 years of losing. That's my whole adult life, bro. Well, hopefully, you guys get a real name before. No, I Actually, I think We're just you guys may be stuck with that up. name and for the for the rest of the season. Just, like, totally just do a complete, like, clean, clean house and, like, revamp everything? No, the perfect time to do a clean house would be right when that scandal hit. The only thing that yeah. they did was put Julia Donaldson in a position of power, which I think is a great move. But then they come, I, they put Ron Rivera in there. I think that's a great move. 
but Dan Snyder has proven utterly that he can't run a football team. But also, the NFL should be a little bit at fault, too, because the most the Washington football team right now is looking at is a fine. Yeah, that's that's kind of – I mean, I can't believe they're not looking to – that's what I'm saying. Nobody got axed yet. Like, how did that not? How has that not happened? They're, um, they're keeping it all internal right now. Like, hiring an outside firm, like an outside lawyer firm, to do like, like uh, affiliated affiliated with the Redskins or the NFL. Um, so they've hired somebody out there. It was a female lawyer. Um, they're going through that channel. So I guess they're waiting to figure out what she finds. Mm-hmm. and try to do that but at the same time like you gotta you can't hire back the same guy that got fired and that was that you have multiple sources citing that he was he was a part of that scandal like that's yeah. not a good move that makes it 10 times worse because it just shows like i guess like you could say dan snyder could say oh well i never knew but like you were so involved in everything else on you got to draft Dwayne Haskins. You got to draft Dwayne Haskins. I want Dwayne Haskins. You can be that involved in talking to the front like office and that, but you don't know what your front office is saying. Like you were never around any of these people when they made like those sexual comments. Like I just don't believe that. So but, I don't know. Who knows? We'll Maybe see where it goes from here, games, dude. <laughs> we'll take I you over here, the Giants. Point, we'll take you. Uh, I choose. Is Connie fucking crazy? Simple answer, yes, bud. But continue. Okay. I want to hear. I want to hear your side first. So I understand. Yes, he came out as bipolar a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Correct. It's just unreal what he was tweeting the other night for like a good hour or so. He rattled off like sixty tweets. It was amazing. Like, mm-hmm. and the shit he was saying, bro. He was saying that Kim and Chris were like trying to get a doctor to have him committed. For being 50 insane. 50, that's like the uh, that's like the Beverly Hills code for um, a celebrity needs to be put into an insane asylum or something like that along the line. Fifty one fifty, like fifty one fifty, like that's the call on the radio. That oh, so I guess fifty at Hidden Hills or something. And the weird, the wildest part was at his fucking first and last like little rally he did for that little uh, fucking presidential campaign. He was talking about how him and Kim were thinking about getting an abortion with their first kid. And people were like, how the hell is that well, what you bring up? He was thinking about getting a divorce because apparently Meek Mill and Kim, like, cheat, like Kim and Meek Mill, like, cheated. So That'll come out Meek soon. Meek Mill also That'll came out, out soon. and said that was, that was all cap. So, like, leave, he said, like, that's all cap. Leave me out. That's fair. But, I mean, if he did it, though, that's what he'd say also. He also Same. did say some shit about Harriet Tubman, how he – how she just freed she didn't free slave she's gaming to different white people i was like what the? and then right after that followed it up with his fucking uh he had to beg his wife not to abort his first child i'm like what is this guy talking about he is all over the place now it's just a start and that's why kim got all fucking crazy not well she wasn't crazy but like started to like, think about having him like committed to a hospital yeah. which low-key probably wouldn't have been the worst idea but it was just crazy that somebody with this big of a platform uh was just ratting off tweets like that with no regard for anything. He was calling them white supremacists. Yeah. That was nuts. That's true. Like his, Called his, uh, his Chris, wife and her uh, mother. Came Chris Un. 
Kim Chris Oon. Those memes are hilarious. Yeah, Kim, Kim Chris Oon. Chris. Chris... <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. not good. But yeah, con... I don't know. A lot of my a lot of my family members suffer from like bipolar and stuff like that, and that shit's like unmatched. It's unrivaled. I just I would really hope he like can deal with it not in that way. That's not yeah, healthy for like, anybody. At the time you don't understand. Like you feel like you feel invincible when you're on that manic episode and he feels so, like he so is Kim right that shit he could feel he feels like he could get away with all that shit you know so is Kim right in this situation in your opinion trying to have him committed I wouldn't I would say yeah kind of think so at at that point because he's not a danger to himself or others at this point, but at the same time, if he's acting out, the only like thing he's this, danger to right now is like his name, his reputation. It's not like he, exactly. not at least as as far as we know, it's not like anything say where he, he was a danger to himself. Say Kim's in the wrong for for putting all that shit out on like her Instagram story and shit, like whatever yeah. about that. Instead of like being like Kanye, just like come home, be okay, blah blah blah. But um, I was listening to a, everything. Those everything that family does is fucking. It's for like to see. it's a boost. That's and I think Kanye's fucking platform. sick of that shit. And He's sick of it. Kanye doesn't have Kanye doesn't have his mom. He doesn't have his parents anymore. His wife will continually use his manic breaks as like or his manic episodes as like a way to put herself in the spotlight yet again. Yeah. And when he doesn't have anybody that he feels like he could like come to or talk to, like, of course he's gonna act out. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's so fucked up how that whole family puts literally everything for the world to see. I'm like, that's just no way to live. You know what I mean? And like at the that's same not a time, healthy lifestyle. At the same time, like Kanye, like they probably tried to get Kanye to come home, but that's probably why he thought like they he tweeted Chris and Kim called tried to fifty one fifty or fifty one fifty me. So call me now blah 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 like he also put that shit into the spotlight so that's probably why kim felt yeah. like she had to put that stuff on her instagram story and that goes back and forth so it's a really hard situation but at the same time kanye knows like kanye knows kanye like, kanye loves we all kanye. say we miss the old kanye but like we legitimately miss the old kanye because the new kanye is not healthy okay. right now you know yeah. he's not he's not the same like he's a different person, like completely. Like I'm the biggest Kanye stand. I'll stand with you till the end. To the end, maybe I'll ride or die. But like right now, he just needs help. And I think like people shitting on him like for that shit. Uh, I think that's crazy. Yeah. I think that's absolutely nuts. Like I think everybody's mostly not like mentally healthy. But yeah. he's not giving you. Just because he's not giving you good music, like he's allowed to evolve as a person and change his flow. Like he doesn't have to do college dropout all the time. So he doesn't have to give you that same flow, but for you to just continually shit on him, shit on him, shit on him. And then I don't know, man. I don't know. I just think Kanye is not in the right, but I don't think he's in the wrong either. I think he just needs help from somebody. I don't know who that somebody is, but somebody's got to be able to reach him, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, we love you, Kanye. Get better. We love you, Kanye. If, if you're listening, Kanye, we don't know. You may be. We don't know if you're not. We can't, we can't prove that you're not. Exactly. So but, I'm gonna say that you are. That's just my but, I miss you. All right. Uh, next is Adam. What do we got? We got shit list, and we got a pretty shit list today. Shit, it's a bit. It's it's pretty important to me. So let's hear 
this past weekend, maybe it was the weekend before. No, it was this past weekend. Uh, I went to my friend's place in the East Village, and all the bars are starting to open back up, right? So you can sit outside. They got a lot of places to sit. And we were chatting up one of uh, the bartenders that we really like, and they were talking to him all this shit. And he's getting all fucking amped up about, like, uh, Mayor de Blasio and Governor Cuomo. And apparently, like, the people, like, most people are fucking pissed off at de Blasio right now. Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't know, like, I don't really know much. I live here, but, like, I grew up here. You're a big New York guy. You don't see all those tweets. I see them all the time. I don't really notice them, but I guess the fucking, like, all the restaurant bar owners are like, that guy can go fuck himself. Like, the rules that he fucking, they just put in, I don't know if it's him or Cuomo or uh, mixed together. So, right now, I want to hear what, like, Philadelphia is like, too, after I tell you, but right now, you can only be open if you serve food, right? So, not only does that, does not only does that, like, make a ton of bars a lot of small bars like have to shut down because they literally just don't have food uh now if you do have food you have to uh get food with every drink so like, or if you're sitting down you got to get food if you're drinking so a lot of places like and you can't just get one like one thing for everybody a lot of places will make every single person get something so like our favorite bar by uh, my buddy's place we sat down he's like yeah so we have the de blasio shithole pizza and it's literally just a fucking slice of pizza, like two inches by two inches, like frozen pizza they put in the microwave. And like, that's like a dollar. And that counts. He's like, we don't give a shit. He's like, let them come here and fucking try to like audit us. They are so fucking pissed all over the place. So my shit list this week are these stupid ass bar laws where they're trying to like, I get it. I understand that. Like, but if you're going to have these places allowed to be open anyway, why are you making it so hard on these business owners that are literally trying to stay afloat, just opened up two weeks ago, how to lay everybody off. They're making it just 10 times harder on these fucking guys rather than just letting them, like, if they're letting them be open anyway, just let them be open and just, like, have, like, whatever capacity they're allowed to have just sitting outside. It's, it's fucking crazy, man. I felt really, really bad for this fucking guy. It's like, I literally had to lay off, like, three guys that have worked here for 20 years and they're just, like, they don't have any work right now. It's like, I can't do anything for them. He's like, it's only him as one other guy working the bar right now because there's, like, only 10 people allowed there at a time. Yeah. And he's like, I literally spent $200 on frozen pizza this week for like nobody really to eat it. It's just like, cause you have to buy it. Yeah. So and he's not making any money on it. He's losing money on it. You know what I mean? Cause nobody wants to fucking sit there and buy a little piece of pizza. That is pretty shitty. I don't think that I, it's I, mean, I think you have to, I don't think you, I think you have to be selling food, but we don't have See, a lot of places. Have to... it, it started where you had just have to have food to be open. Yeah. Or, like, a lot of places I'd walk by, they'd give you, like, a free bag of chips. But now, this guy showed us a fucking, like, list. They came out with a list of foods that are qualified, for, that are, like, will qualify for this and won't. So, like, a hot dog wouldn't qualify. Uh, I don't believe nachos would qualify. It's, like, shit, like, somebody sat there and fucking figured all this shit out up in fucking Albany, the capital. It was, like, well, this food will qualify, but this won't. And this will, but this won't. I'm like, what fucking ass hat up there fucking decided that, you know, a hot dog doesn't count to order at a bar, but I can buy a little square pizza and that's good. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a dumb rule. That is a dumb rule for everything. For every drink you buy, you have to have something to eat. That's, that's a dumb rule. That doesn't make any it's like, sense. It's just kicking the ass of these four, poor fucking bar, like guys that own these bars that yeah. literally, I can tell you from, I can tell you from Philly, like we just went to Manny Young Brewery like two weeks ago and I got there. I got there late compared to like Abby, Chef Connor, Joe, and them. So I came in there, and the first thing I did was order a drink. They didn't make me. They didn't make me like 
have to buy anything. I got food later on, but I was just See, ripping. These, I was just ripping these guys will, The guy told me that like they'll come around. They haven't made it to him yet, but he said they send these inspectors around and they look at all your receipts to make sure like, okay, if like this table sat down here and like bought drinks, like on their tab should also be like food, like sufficient. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, they will come around and audit that shit. I'm like, what fucking douchebags right now? These guys are barely holding on. They were fucking small ass bars. And they're going to come around and try to shut you guys down. Like, it changes anything. They're still, like, it doesn't fucking matter. There's still the same amount of people there. I, I don't get what they're trying yeah, to do. I don't, I don't get that because as long as you're abiding by the capacity. Yeah, if, you're, if the, the capacity, capacity is whatever it is. They, you should be fine. And I, because, like, and, you're six feet yeah. apart. Everybody in that bar is six feet apart. And you should have, have to order a meal. Yeah, all their shits. Everything's outside and they have tables. They're only space. They're allowed. And. It's just fucking crazy to me. I feel so bad. And like you go to these yeah. bigger bars that are like serve a lot of food and they're killing it. I mean, so much money. Do you like, think maybe it's do because like... be... no, because that wouldn't make sense. Cause what I was going to say is maybe it's because you guys are such co- close quarters. Like when you get out on the streets, like your streets are usually a lot busier than probably where I live. I don't know how it looks like when we get into uh center city in Philadelphia, but like, people that get drunk like that drunk at bars will usually just walk like be like i don't need to fucking wear a mask like fuck this shit everybody else is wearing a mask why do i have to wear a mask i think i did see guys like that this weekend what i did see people like that this weekend that's what i'm saying like do you think that's why like if you're forcing somebody to order something I don't think Every the food time. is like what's going to say. I think it's more like they're trying to keep as many businesses closed, which is kind of fucked up a little bit because you're kind of picking and choosing. I get it. Like you're trying to limit yeah, the amount of I people that go that. out, but, but if you're going to open up so people can go out some restaurants, you're saying sense. these restaurants with these rules we set will, will, uh, will, you know, be do, do okay. And these other ones are going to do shitty because of these rules that we set in the way that we did them. And it's yeah. kind of like, you're kind of setting them up for failure. It's kind of fucked. Okay. So I'm, I'm no, a little upset with you, Blasio currently and my favorite new bartender. Saying. That but, is shitty, dude. Let the little bars yeah, yeah. open up. It's fucking like they're open, but he's he's having such a hard time and like he's losing a lot of money fucking with like the just the weekends. Like he's barely if he gets max amount of people there all day, he's still making a loss. You know what I mean? I think I think that's like that's such a yeah, they have to be wanting places. It doesn't make any sense. Closed. He literally says, it like, they got to change it by, like, next week. He's like, it makes away. nothing. Not to try to help the fucking big government, but I'm just trying to see what point does that, at what point, like, what point does that serve? Yeah. Nothing. It doesn't make any sense. Nothing. I think they literally want small bars to see that and be like, we've never served food here, so, like, I'm not going to open up, We waste money on labor buy all this extra food for somebody to buy a $1 pizza and then not even eat it. Yeah. You know? It's sad. Oh, yeah. I feel bad. It's definitely got to be a close thing. But I did hear, like, just recently today that you guys hit 98 cases. Like, of COVID. Really? Like, new cases. Like, 98? Totally. So, that's it? Like? In a day. Nine? Eight. Cases. Two less than 100. Two less than 100. In one day. In one day. Which That's pretty is good. Like really, really good. Because you guys hit hey, like a thousand or something, right? Go fucking us. So for right now, from what I've heard is that everywhere else in the country, like when it first started, if you were coming from New York City, going anywhere else, like fuck that. We don't want you here. Now it's the opposite. 
They don't want anybody coming in here. They say, get the mm-hmm. fuck out. They want none of you guys. Shit's not. I'm nuts. We're living a crazy time, man. And we're just two it guys. It is something that will be in the history books. What? And we're just two guys that started a podcast during it. Just two guys. Just two brothers. Two brothers. <laughs> Rick and Morty is the smartest TV show ever. Agreed. Now we're like All anybody right. else, dude. Relatable. <laughs> All right, Adam. We got time for the last one. Yeah, I think to close it off, um, Cyrus wants Isaiah to make a little investment. Okay. You ready I for my pitch? I about this, dude. You ready right, for my dude. pitch? Hold on. Let me uh, sit back. Pitch to me, brother. Okay, we're on Shark Tank. So, this idea stemmed from, we thought about it the other day with a couple of my friends, and it started out kind of as a joke. We were talking about it for like 30 minutes, and we're like, shit, wait a minute. We came up with like a business model, target audience, shit like that. So, we didn't come up with a hard name. Is like, this is a soft name. Cryo Baby Inc. Okay. Cryo Baby Inc. What are you asking? Cryo Baby Incorporated. Well, I'm not asking for any money just yet. Let me just hear what you think about the idea. We'll see how you feel. Because okay. you may just totally think it's like illegal, but it may be. So the idea of it is <laughs> to be able to, you know, like uh, cryo-freezing? Like they kind of, they do it in Star yeah. Wars and shit. They take the eggs? No, no, no. Like cryo-freeze like a human. Oh, like Walt yeah. Disney? Yes, yeah, similar, but this like an alive, some, somebody alive that you can thaw out later and still be alive like the same age. Okay. Like uh, Futurama, I'm gonna tell you right now. You want women to have babies, and you want to freeze those babies, huh? Close. This is what happens if you are either at any time in your life when you don't believe you are ready for a child, but you do want a child later, maybe with the person that you're having a kid with, but you're not either financially ready, emotionally ready, whatever. If you're not ready, we're gonna offer a service to cryo freeze your child. For X amount of time, and then you, when you're ready, you can thaw that baby out and have your child like a newborn. So you have is you this carry limited baby. to just babies, or if I'm all of a sudden the market crashes, we're in the Great Depression, could I throw a toddler or teenager? No, we thought about that. We we thought like, okay, this could be like a way to punish your kids. Like you're going back in the fucking freezer. You piss me off, kind of thing. But we, <laughs> uh, I don't know. That may be going a little too far. Because, like, once the kid's alive, it's kind of tough. Like, once the well, baby's the born, you, it won't remember anything. When you also said that was, like, you said financially ready. I'm not financially ready, but I still want to have a kid. Um, but then you said emotionally ready. I don't even think you should be talking about kids if you're not emotionally ready to have one. Or if you're well, no, say you had a kid. Say you're, your partner. Okay. Two scenarios. Scenario one. You are 15 years old, and you, you got your girlfriend pregnant. You're both 15 years old. You're like, I can't. Like, this is not feasible. You you would like to have the child. Like you like you feel bad. So you you know you want to keep the kid, but you're not financially ready. You're not emotionally ready. You're not stable enough. So our service would mean you can cryo freeze the child, and thought <laughs> you're looking at me like I'm crazy, and thought well, it no, out. I don't know how hard you want me to go at this. Hard. I let me you let me, me fucking get let me hear it. So yeah. what happens if you don't want that baby? After like you freeze you it, right? Just, like, you, like you just said, the scenario you just said, you're 15 years old. You just got a girl pregnant. You're both not ready. You're not financially ready. You're not emotionally ready. What happens when you get to that point, all of a sudden those two split off and both of them want the baby, but they're not together and when, when it's time to thaw the baby out. 
when it's time to follow the baby out, what happens if they're joint custody? Totally different lives now. You get joint, like happy joint custody cryo baby. Oh, your baby's ready to be thawed. How do they? How's that settled in court? Like who gets the baby? It's like it's same thing. Same thing. If the day the baby was born, that happened. They split up. Same thing. You take them to court. Joint joint custody. I figured it out. Yeah. But at the Goes time, to I feel like that's a totally different like. You have to have a totally it, different set of laws for that, right? Yes. If that scenario if were to come up. that kid, at that point, if you both didn't want that kid, it should have been going up for adoption. I guess. Well, but you did want the kid that. later. So I you have to say, sign a guarantee. You got to sign a guarantee. Say, You're going to pick the kid this, back up. I will up. say this. Cryo freezing your baby does sound a lot better than the foster care system. So I will give you that. But I just feel like it gets messy in the legal side. It could. But that could get messy with any kid. Right? Listen to this. Sort of any sort of I think any split parent with with a child I think any of that usually for the most is messy messy to some degree exactly but the kids young thinking about with our you have to take that risk with our judicial system as it is now it would probably go through the mom we lean it all it really depends we lean towards the mom and like that mom could just be trying to get a kid for all that well no you wouldn't because you don't get child support there right yeah okay so but this so so listen so this is all yeah this is all theoretical now all right so now scenario two okay but wait i have one more if they both what? if they both don't want it their baby's raised ready to be freeze what do you do with that baby with baby's ready to be unfrozen yeah when the baby's ready to be unfrozen and they, and they don't want it that's a hefty fine in a different life they can even be together and they still don't want it. They, they either they have they're forced to take it and they'll just put it in the foster system, or they have to spot with a heavy fine. And then the Cryo Freeze Inc. works with uh, like social services to get that baby a home. So that's a hefty fine, well, though. Either way, they're going back. If you back out of the contract. Either way, they're going back in the system. We're just putting pause on their life, though. Yeah, yeah pretty much just a pause in your life because you guys aren't ready. If shit turns sideways later, that's unfortunate. Happens. Oh, you're gonna have a lot of right wing people coming after you, bro. Actually, hold on, let me finish. Scenario, scenario two. And right wing people hate abortion a lot more than that. That's, That's true. true. I guess you're right. A lot more than that. This is a, a more if you're I'm thinking yeah if you're really like that baby didn't ask to be cryo frozen. I'm, I'm but it's right so right young. People hate nothing more than abortion. That's true. I, I, I I've grown up with it my entire life. There That's true. Nothing that right-wing people hate more than abortion. That's true. Abortion so, scenario two, right? Okay. They're, scenario two, you are 24. You have a job, your girlfriend, maybe you guys are married, um, but you're relatively financially stable, but you're really into your work right now, and you're not necessarily ready. So, this is the other scenario where you have, like, more of the money, but you're not really emotionally, or you don't really – feel that you would give the child the best life. You're really focused on other things. You're not ready for a kid yet. Kind of like what we're doing right now. I could probably afford a child. But I don't want one. I'm not ready. So you could cryo freeze the kid here and then pick him up in like five years. And we got to worry. We got to figure out uh, logistics on the time frame. I was thinking minimum a year, maximum, maybe like five, maybe a few more depending. And we came up, uh, I think with a price around, I think it was like 400 bucks a month or so. Would it work out to be? 400 bucks a month to keep this kid frozen? Yep. Do we even have the technology to cryo freeze? And if we do, pretty how are you we, gonna, we could do it. We could do it, but we don't do it because it's unethical. Huh? 
we we could do it. We don't do it because it's unethical. Like we okay. could probably do. We've so never done it. You could streamline it to the to the point where you can make it four hundred dollars. Okay, let me ask you a question. What happens if that if that baby becomes unfrozen and dies, and because no one was like there, or something goes wrong? Because that could happen. What happens so mistakes then? like that? Yeah, that's a hefty. There's probably some insurance you can buy for as a parent. Yeah, as, okay. as your parents, that's an insurance package. So that's the extra, so that that's extra fee. On. Yeah. So, so if you if you do have the insurance, so it's four hundred dollars to freeze this baby. Yeah. And then it'd be an extra like four hundred to. Have I'd that. say another hundred dollars a month for the insurance plan. That's what you're choosing for. A, that's where the right wing people would get out. Would be like furious if that baby died in your care. If you if you had a lot of babies and you had a scandal where like oh my god there was a national wide blackout and boom you don't have any reserve things and all those babies start dying you would be fucked by the right wing. Okay, I mean I think I'd just be right. fucked in just general. It out. No, no, that's a valid argument. Thank you. I didn't think about that. Huge thing is just like how if if some you have to have all of your bases covered with something like that just since. I don't know, a power if a power outage like crumbles your entire empire, then like yeah. They're, they're, that's not good. I agree. So again, that's logistics for the for the nerds to figure out. But I'm trying to pitch you the idea of this. So what pretty much what it comes down to our services would include cryo freezing the baby, holding the baby until you're ready to uh figure it all out. We could uh work with oh, there's also an insurance like you could work this could work also with uh companies' insurance plans. So we would go to these like insurance companies maybe and be like hey this is a new plan so you could get you could get dental medical cryo freezing those are three packages you could get through your work insurance so if you're, your you're a mother insurance. yeah like i right now i have, I have dental medical through my job so i can get I dental medical and cryo insurance company and actually buy that policy i don't think your work's gonna be like bro you that's on you like we didn't no no i'm saying like we didn't like with you, my work no with my work my have a baby no, no, but no, with my work, my insurance gives me medical, dental. So if I have uh, like an accident or need a surgery, yeah, I, but I go through my medical insurance. No, but that's something that you could add on. So right now, I don't have to. I, I pay for my dental and my medical. I don't I understand. I understand that. what you're saying, Cyrus. I understand. So it's another option. It's another option for my company to offer. I just have to pay extra for it, obviously. But I understand what you're saying, but your insurance company doesn't pay for your, like, your work plan. You can't just add on to your car plan, right? If you had a car, what do you mean? Like your car insurance, you can't just add that onto your work thing, right? You have to have your own separate policy for that. That's different. This is like that's not way... different. You're no, you, you no, no, car, no, 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 car insurance and med insurance are super different. You don't have yeah, insurance but, works at a job, but at that point, it's not, it's not, a, it is a medical thing, but like you had consexual sex, you had. Um, you didn't wear a condom. She didn't take the plan B. You went through and had this baby. That's on you. You could have had an abortion. You could have done that. Your work work's not going to be like, oh yeah, we'll cover you if you. If the no, cryo but baby that's the thing. I would like they take parts of my checkout every month for my dental medical insurance. This would be another check, another portion of my check you, to take out. I'm telling that you, goes towards it. I'm telling you, companies will not do that. If it's affordable, if they can get a good price on it. You know I don't mean? think so. I don't think if so. It, if it, because just like I said, if you do have a blackout, 
that's a lot of money that insurance company is dishing out. Because if you're offering this plan to every company in America, that's a lot of money. And that's not a risk they're willing to take. Just well, no, the insurance company wouldn't dish that out. The actual cryo ink would dish that out. Do you think a company would pay for that? Like under dental, like medical or something like that? I have, I do, I do not believe it. Because but you, could you could you see it though? That's a great that's a good like concept to get it to the people it is make it through maybe, work. Have a lot of trouble, but I think that's something that you would have to. You know. I think that's something that like you consciously made a decision that we're gonna do that. Like we're gonna do this baby. I consciously make a decision. I smoke cigarettes every day, and then I get lung cancer. My medical coverage so covers that. Yeah, but you getting lung cancer and you working for that company is completely different than your child like you cryo freezing your child i understand that your your company like you can have a company where your family falls under that plan but you're not a family at that point you're just a person that has a cryogenically frozen baby no but like if i were to pay extra out of my know, check dude? no if i were to pay extra out of my check every month for them to include that in the insurance package that would be beneficial to them to my company no, because they're paying it towards that policy. No, but they would bring more people and be more appealing for me to work there because of that great insurance policy they have. You know what I mean? I they're not making any money, obviously, but they... I'm sorry. I just don't But, but I'm, what I'm saying is that's where it could fit in the market. That's one option. Another option would be just there. privately. I think it would be more of a car policy. Sorry. That, that, just, that just doesn't make any sense. You're just way off the mark there. I'm not. Car, though, car because... insurance and medical insurance through your job are just like apples and oranges. Yeah, but you're also talking about cryogenically freezing a baby. How is that even yeah. relatable to you getting like a broken ankle? It's, it's, it's really, it's a medical procedure. It's really not. It's in the same wheelhouse. It's frowned upon. So how is it a medical procedure? A lot of medical procedures are frowned upon. I a lot. You, dude. So, you, dude. so this is Cryo Baby Incorporated. Invest today. I give you a dollar, dude. How much percent do you want? But that's do you understand? Like, okay, generally as an idea, like it's not a, like it's almost like a Black Mirror episode, but it's not like so super far of the wheelhouse. Idea, generally, like, as an idea, I'd have more questions. Like, I'd it's kind of there. I want to know if I could if I could throw my toddler in there because all of a sudden maybe my car broke down and I can't afford like to feed my kid. <laughs> Let me throw my toddler in there. Um, yeah, I think that's just for little, like a couple of months. Just for like yeah. a couple. Just for like a couple we, we months. We floated that like, idea. Yeah. We floated that idea. We talked about being able to throw the kid back in uh, if you wanted. Like, at well, not even that. Life. Like, what if I just had a kid? I thought I, I was in a financial place to have a kid emotionally stable. And then I, and then all of a sudden we fall on rough times. Like, it's, there would have to be a, a acceptable window from when the kid's born to when you're able to freeze him. After like six months, I think it's too late. I think from then you got to, it's, that's where we're going to have to cut it. We can only freeze babies from zero to six months old. I don't know. But that can be negotiated. That's like, that's again, these are loose numbers. I got to talk to the team. I want to talk about the policy more because I think you're wrong, dude. I'm sorry. So we can end it. But I'd probably get, I'd probably, I'd probably throw a couple bucks in there if you're not asking for a lot. Would you give me, would you give me a hundred grand for like 20% stake? 20% stake, dude. This is, we're going up. There's nowhere to go but up. For 20%. Nowhere to go. Hey, hey, Adam, how's how's your 500 grand doing for your dog cage money? You want to give me some of that? 20, 20%, 100 grand. No, because I 
I worked hard for that money. Breaking my. So back. you're doing it? Is that is that official? You're gonna do it? Huh? You're doing it. You're sleeping you're in the dog cage. You gonna sleep in a dog cage? If there is a wealthy benefactor that would give me five hundred thousand dollars for one year, one year of my life, I think I can do that. You know, we babies, you could freeze with $500,000, like a lot. It's a lot of frozen babies. Anyway, that's our episode, guys. <laughs> I still don't think your policy works, dude. I'm sorry. I don't think it, you it's a work in progress. And for that reason, you're out. To cryo freeze that baby because you were in a spot, dude. But whatever, that's our episode. We'll, me and Cyrus will talk about this off air. Thank you for listening to Waking Up Woke. Thanks for listening, guys. Again, check us out on Spotify, Apple Music, run uh, YouTube as well. Apple Podcasts. Does it have music? Apple Podcasts.